Hey guys, this is Brandon DeVere, and you're listening to the Learn For Two podcast. So here's the thing. After being in the real estate industry for over a decade, I realized the old model was broken. There was no way out, no end in sight. So I decided to ditch the masses and create my own opportunity. One that would put myself and others in a position to retire when we want to. This podcast is my journey to teach as many people as possible to do the same. My name is Brandon DeVere, and welcome to the Learn For Two podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Learn for two podcast. This is Brandon DeVere and thank you for tuning in and listening, whether it's your first time or you've been listening for a while. I do appreciate you and uh, thank you for taking your time to uh, spend it with me. So uh, today I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, an article that I wrote a while back and it kind of it, it kind of ties into some things that are going on uh, right now in, in my business and in my world and a lot of the people that I'm talking to. Uh, but you know, a few months ago, I was in this challenge called the OFA or One Funnel Away Challenge, which was uh, a click funnel challenge. And uh, in that challenge, you know, each day there's different tasks and and items that you're supposed to complete. And on this particular day, it asked me to write down the reasons why I've yet to take action on something I believe in. And I wrote these three words down, and it was it was fear, embarrassment, and ego. And I actually have this in parentheses where I have it as fee, fear, embarrassment, ego, F-E-E, because I feel like as I'm giving into those, I'm paying a fee of not being my ultimate self because those things are taking away from me to be able to do that. Um, and, you know, I'll be honest, I, I am a little, <laughs> it is a little embarrassing even even reading this aloud that that those things are, are uh kind of holding me back from things and they still to, to still do to this day. And and I'm not the only one. I know a lot of people do this and you know, I'm not some special unicorn that this is, Oh, I'm, I'm special. Somebody help me because this is, you know, the, I'm the only one that, that goes through, goes through this. I mean, I, I know a ton of people, I talk to them on, on, on a daily basis uh, of about, you know, why they're not, they're not making decisions and they're making decisions based on their fear, their embarrassment and ego. And the reason that I, I, thought of it this way is because I realized as I wrote those down is that the fear of being embarrassed would direct lead directly to a hurt ego, which without, you know, you, you think if you have, you know, your ego, you don't have confidence. Um, so that's where when, when your ego is hurt, you become embarrassed or when, when you're embarrassed, your ego is hurt and you, you fear that basically is, is kind of how I, I broke it down. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, uh, cause really what happens is you, when you, when you are, you have the fear of being embarrassed, which leads, leads to a hurt ego, then you end up starting to make decisions and excuses and make busy work for why you can't do certain things and, and make, make the big decisions and make, make the big move. Um, so I remember a couple of years ago I was at a Tony Robbins event and he was going around and he, he grabbed a couple of people out of the crowd to talk to and and each person, every time they would come out, he would be like real original, real original. And and what would happen was, um, they would come up and think their, their situation was unique. And so he called in this one woman and she came out and she was explaining to him, uh, that she didn't know if she was ready to go back in the work, in the workforce. And she didn't think that she was good enough and she wasn't good enough for her husband. And because she had unfortunately had a miscarriage uh, a few months prior. And so as she kept talking, you, you could tell that this was kind of a crutch and an excuse that she was using to not take the next step. And so Tony was like, Hey, all right, hold on. And there must've been 16, 18,000 people in the crowd. And he goes, all right, raise your hand. If you have ever lost a child, uh, to a miscarriage. And it was like half the room 
I mean, half the arena, not just the room, the arena. And it was like, you know, seven, 8,000 people that all raised their hand saying that, that they went through a similar experience. And he says, you know, real original, real original. That's, that's really unique situation that you have there. And it wasn't to, you know, to mock her, make fun of her, but he just did it as a way to show everyone that, you know, whatever you're going through, somebody else has, has been through that. So if you have that fear, embarrassment, ego issue, um, you know, she, you're not the only one that's done that. She's gone through the same thing and she was using it as an excuse not to act, not to act on this new opportunity that we actually presented to presented to her. Um, and it was a new job that she was thinking about taking, but she built it up in her mind that she wasn't good enough for it and that she wasn't good enough for her husband because she wasn't able to carry a, a, a pregnancy to full term. And so, you know, now she's worried that she might fail at this. So she used that as kind of a crutch. And so I thought about that when I was reading this book called uh, the Freakonomics, or it's called Think Like a Freak. And it's the authors of Freakonomics. If you've ever heard of Freakonomics, um, the authors are a couple professors. I believe one of them is out of Chicago, um, but it's Stephen Levitt and Stephen Dubner. And they kind of do the um, kind of the, the odd angle of certain things. Like one of their controversial uh, takes is that it is safer to drive to drive home drunk than it is to walk home drunk, and basically it's based on statistical information that would suggest that that's that's correct. Uh, obviously, they're not advocating that. I'm not advocating driving drunk, but that's kind of their um, their style of in, in Freakonomics to kind of kind of flip the statistics on their side or their head to make make a different point. And so in this book, they actually, they brought out this, this scenario of if you were a, in the, if you were a soccer player and you're lining up for a PK that would win you, uh, in your country, the world cup. And basically as you make your approach, you analyze the data and decide which way you're going to kick your shot. So you get up there and you start thinking, all right, should I shoot left or should I th- shoot right? But then you notice that you have a 7% higher chance of conversion over shooting left or right. If you just shoot it straight if you shoot it right at the goalie, which sounds ridiculous, right? Like why would you shoot it right at the goalie? He doesn't have to move for it. Well, the stats also show that 90% of the time, 98% of the time, the goalie will dive one way or the other. And they make that decision before you kick. So they only remain in the goal 2% of the time. So um, they point out that only 17% of penalty kicks at the elite level are aimed to the center. You know, so you ask yourself, it's like, why, if the, if statistically speaking, the highest percentage shot is going to the middle, why aren't more shots going there? And, and it, it's, it's simple fear, embarrassment, ego. You, if you miss, your ego is going to get hurt and you're going to fear that happening. So, you know, if you shoot to the, to the wide right or wide left, nobody care and the people will care, but they're going to be like, oh, he just missed it. You know, th- that happens, right? But if you shot it directly at the goalie and he didn't even move and he blocks it with minimal effort, um, you know, you look like an idiot and you're terrible at soccer and the fans are going to let you know, especially in some countries where they get super, super excitable. Um, you know, you, you, you're, you're going to be worrying about that. But what's crazy, though, is that even though it's a it's statistically speaking, um, it's a higher percentage shot. The public perception is that it's it's stupid that you why would you ever do that? Uh, just because, just because of the perception. So basically you're are likely to sacrifice an increase in probability to make it, uh, in order to reduce, reduce the chance of embarrassment. 
and for trying something that, that kind of goes against the grain, you know, and this is what I'm, what I'm learning right now is that there's a lot of people right now that even though there's something out there that can help them get them to the next level and get them to the next spot, a lot of them aren't taking it because it's not necessarily what has been, you know, paved for them before something new and and you open yourself up if it doesn't work. Right. So you end up settling for, you know, the road with minimal risk for judgment. And it also, you know, which, which feels like it's much safer road, but the rewards also become more minimal. And so when you, when you handcuff yourself with the mentality, uh, to reduce, to reduce your risk of failure, um, you also significantly reduce your opportunity for exponential success. And, you know, that's, that's why I've taken the approach over the last, last couple of years, um, that, you know, kind of, kind of look at it and is this, is this my fee? Am I paying the fee? Am I worried about the fear of embarrassment, which would lead to a bruise or hurt ego, which, you know, in turn, can, can knock down my confidence instead of going out and, and trying to take that chance and seeing what I can do. So I just want to share that story with you guys, um, about basically, you know, a a lot of times we, even though there are some higher percentage shots that we can take, we don't take them because we are worried about what others think or say, or if we're going to be embarrassed or not. Um, I still do it. I'm still working on it. I mean, that's just like this podcast is about, it's about the the journey for me to get from, from point A to to point B. And that's, that's part of the thing that I got to do as well as I grow and try to, uh, try to continue to, to push the envelope and put myself in a position to be successful for those around me, uh, my family, my friends, and also, uh, the, the, people who decide to team up with me as we move forward. Sorry, guys. Just want to let you know, refuse to pay that fee. Forget the fear, the embarrassment, and the ego. Start taking uh, taking action on some of the things that are might be a little bit scary. But all right, guys, I will see you tomorrow. Have a great one. Hey, thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and please leave a comment. If you'd like your free copy of four ways to leverage your existing real estate business or to apply to join my team, go to the retired real estate agent.com for your free growth path.